Good evening, Newark. It's good to be back together with you. Tonight, I am presenting the theme for this week. We're going to be discussing the balance between honesty and kindness. Two of these two things, honesty and kindness, are both strong values at Newark. But it can be hard to get the balance right. Sometimes you hear people say, well, I'm just being honest. I'm an honest person. I can't help it. I'm sorry it hurt their feelings, but I'm just being honest. And then the other side of that is, have you ever caught yourself in a lie because you're trying to be kind? You don't know how to be honest and be kind in that situation. It's a hard balance. And tonight I want to talk just a little bit about growing in that, in that balance. Let's start with prayer. Lord, thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to come together to study your word and to learn and to grow. Thank you for each part of our body as we work and we grow together and as we study and as we learn, as we worship, as we play together. Lord, we ask that you would just touch and strengthen every member. In Jesus' name, amen. So tonight I'm going to start off with a little honesty. I'm sitting here on the floor of my bedroom. Why? Why, you might ask? Because my schedule had a train wreck. We started school this week. We homeschool. I have curriculum everywhere. I, I don't like to put last year's curriculum away until I get this year's curriculum out to make sure everything's sorted and put away. I want to make sure that uh, there's a good understanding in our transcripts and all the stuff that goes into that. So I need a lot of time this week. Well, there were multiple things I volunteered for, mainly church, church volunteering. And when I volunteered, a couple of them, we weren't sure when the date would be. And then a few other things, my personality, I was like, oh, that sounds so much fun. I want to do that. And it all happened this week. So I'm on the floor of my room because I'm tired of videoing in front of the bookshelf and my other rooms are a disaster. I'm on the floor of my bedroom because I'm just feeling like a disaster. You ever feel that way? Everything's chaotic. School's going good. The kids are doing good. They've started their curriculum, but everything feels like a mess and I haven't been able to accomplish things the way I want to. So in honesty tonight, I'm going to teach this Bible study from the floor. And I want to start off talking about how to be honest and kind. There's a key element. All throughout scripture, we hear the phrase, love thy neighbor as thyself over and over and over. But how can you love your neighbor and be kind and honest with your neighbor, your brother, your sister, everybody else, if you can't be kind and honest with yourself? That's not something that happens overnight. That's not something that happens in a lifetime. We're constantly growing in that. So I have to be honest with myself. This is my fault. I can be mad at my family. I can be irritated at my husband, which I do get. I can be irritated at the church because here I am volunteering and working for the church when I need to be putting my homeschool curriculum together and I need to be um, taking my children places. Yet, I'm the one that volunteered. And I knew when I volunteered that some of these things the schedule would change. I knew some of the school stuff, the schedule would change last minute just due to the nature of it. And so here I am 
I have to be honest with myself. I have to look in the mirror and say, I'm sitting on the floor in my bedroom doing this video tonight because of me. But then I have to be kind to myself. Say, okay, what were my intentions when I started all of this? I didn't intend to do this. My intentions were good. I volunteer because I want to be a part. I want to do, I'm a part of the body of Christ and I love it. And I love volunteering. I love homeschooling my children. There are some variables that were out of my control, but I should have planned a little better. I should have planned knowing that these variables were coming. Maybe we would start school at a different time, or maybe I would take a different time for some of my planning. So here I am. I have to choose to be kind to myself or really hard on myself. I naturally, like most of us, will get my little mental bat out and start beating on myself or somebody else. Okay. So how do we find this balance of kindness and honesty? It has to start with us. We can't give something we don't have. I can't love my neighbor as myself if I don't love myself. I can't be honest with my neighbors and kind to others if I don't treat myself that way. If I don't know how to be honest with myself and I don't know how to be kind with myself, then I can't truly treat others that way. And we can learn how to be nice. We can learn how to smile. But scripture says something about that. In Proverbs 26, verse 24, it says, People may cover their hatred with pleasant words, but they're deceiving you. They pretend to be kind, but don't believe them. Their hearts are full of many evils. We can do that. We can have self-hatred. We can have dislike ourselves. We're hard and we, we feel like I have to be hard and rough on myself. I can't give myself any kindness. But that type of thinking, we can learn to be nice to others. We can smile, but it's hard not to be judgmental. It's hard not to take that same thought process and apply it to them that we do to ourselves. And then we have trouble receiving a smile from others. Can I receive kindness from others? Because if I think about myself and others that way, then I'm pretty sure they're faking it. I can't really develop friendships and a relationship with someone when I don't trust that they are being kind and that they are being honest. So the problems start here. We can't control the actions of others, but we can start here on the inside, finding the balance of honesty and kindness that affects our relationships. I want to talk to us a little bit about relationships and how honesty and kindness and having that balance can affect our relationship. Proverbs 26, 18 through 19 says, just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and then says, I was only joking. The first time I read, I will say slowly read this passage. I had read Proverbs many times, but when I, I switched um, from the New King James, I was reading it in a different version and it was a, it just popped out to me. Uh, this is talking about a friend who lies to a friend and says, I was only joking. But how many times have you heard the phrase, um, any a truth is told in jest? You might say something harsh and honest to someone and then say, oh, I was only joking. So you're flipping it. 
you tell the honesty and then you say, I was only joking and you lie, but scripture talks about that. We shouldn't do something that is hurtful or painful to someone and then say, I was only joking. Scripture directly speaks to that. You and I have both experienced that. When someone said something hurtful, and oh, I was only joking. Yet the pain was very real. So in our journey, in our relationships, to be kind and honest, that's not kind and honest. Whether you're lying or telling the truth and then say you're joking, that's not kind. And scripture speaks against that. In our relationships, we have to think before we speak. If we, if we can't be honest about a situation, we can be kind and say, you know, I don't really feel like I can speak to that right now. We want to build and grow our relationships. And I, I want to give you, I want to give you um, a visual. Um, relationships, like many other things in life, have seasons. We call them seasons because we can relate to seasons, right? Because we have winter, spring, summer, fall. So we have seasons. And when I began to think about this, I, I thought of the pioneer era, uh, westward expansion, people willing to take on major, major risk to go and get land and try and, and develop our country westward. And I was thinking about, I've read, I love westward expansion. I've read so many stories and I read these stories sometimes about how rough it was and how hard it was developing land and housing and the requirements on a lot of people during the land rush when if you went and you lived on a certain piece of land for so long and you farmed it or and then you you built a certain type of structures you could have the land and people rushed to that it was the land rush and but in that there were people that made it and survived and people that did not and there were a few factors that decided whether they made it, survived, or they died, or they failed and they left. Those are Some of those factors are the same factors in relationships, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a, a parenting and child relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's a brother and a sister, uh, any type of relationship, they have these same, these same elements as these pioneers. And so I wanna talk about that for a few minutes. We know that there were seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter, and specific things happen in specific seasons. In the spring, we think happy, new life, joy, laughter. It's a time of planting. It's a time of rain, spring rains, and a time to fertilize, okay? So it's, it's a good time. We're working, but there's, there's good things involved. And then when you move to summer, it's hot. It gets warm, but because of that heat, plants begin to grow. Uh, we have a kind of a waiting period where you fertilize a little, you, you help the plants, you watch the plants, you're waiting and you're watering, the, you're watching the stages of development and making sure you care for the, the plants as a farmer. Um, all the things that happen in summer, if, you, if you're not, you know, you don't have a live out in the country, it can be a vacation time, a time of rest. And you have fall. We associate fall with harvest, with um, cleaning up the equipment for next year, with um, reevaluating what what happened, mm, what happened with this harvest. We, a, a revelation of what worked and what different didn't. A separation of this is what I'm going to keep and do next year, and this is what I'm I'm not going to keep. Um, and then you have winter, when your work is exposed and tested. 
as a pioneer, did, did we can enough food? Did we, did, was our harvest destroyed by bugs or storms or tornadoes or whatever section of the country they were in? Did the harvest have enough to give us seed for next year, but also help us to survive? Did we do enough? Did we make the right decisions? These are all things that come into play in relationships, in seasons of relationships. It's very similar. We have springtime in relationships. We have summertime in relationships, where it's a time more of, of waiting, of learning, of watching, of growing. We have harvest time where we have rewards for our labor, uh, where we can we can buff some things up, where we can say, you know, this worked and this didn't. So we, we have that in our relationships. And then we have winter. We have time where it's bitter cold and there's there's um, times where we, we're separated, more aloneness, where we feel, uh, many times we, we refer winter to negative, to, to painful times. Uh, times where we're reflective, we have pain, we're reflective about what happened, but also a time where we can plan for spring, what we want good to happen next. So our relationships have these things. And finding the balance of honesty and kindness in these areas it's fascinating because we have to be honest with ourselves like we talked about. And in relationship, you have to be honest with one another. Granted, Scripture talks about Scripture as a mirror and it holds up to ourselves and we can see. We can see the ugly part of ourselves. We can see ourselves and we, we can walk away and ignore it. Or we can walk away and we can change. And that's what I want to talk about with these seasons. We can, we can in our relationships, as we grow and we're honest with ourselves... None of us can take complete honesty about everything all at one time. God doesn't expect that of us. But when we shine that mirror and we have a, a moment of clarity, we, have, we can be honest with ourselves. We can be honest with each other. We can be honest with the person in your relationship about where you are. Then kindness comes into yourself. The other person in the relationship can learn to be kind. And you can be kind to one another. So you're going to grow here. But a beautiful thing um, I want to talk about in Pioneer. So let's let's envision, I have a picture for you of what would be called a, a lean-to, some kind of little shelter. So let's talk about a relationship, uh, a budding relationship in springtime. So you start a relationship, you begin to build something like these pioneers. So they went out, they had to get a shelter up. So they put up this shelter. Uh, this is out in the woods. This is just a rough shelter so you can sleep covered and maybe, you know, maybe hidden from animals. It's not really going to protect you from anything. Um, but these, these pioneers that went out, if they stayed in this lean-to from spring to summer to fall to winter, when they got to winter, they would be in big trouble. This lean-to isn't going to protect them. So as they process through their seasons, and let's, let's say this lean-to is their relationship. If they leave it like this, they're probably going to die. The relationship's not going to make it very far. So once they, they have their spring, they get into summer and they get into the heat. You could survive in this lean-to in the, in the heat. You could survive in this lean-to in the fall. But once you get to winter, you better, you're not going to be able to stay warm. So take time to reflect. The person that's in this lean-to can be honest with themselves and say, wow, this isn't going to work. So let me, let me build something else. Let me add something else here. So in being honest and kind with ourselves, we need to continually add honesty and kindness. We don't ever arrive. We don't ever get to a place where I'm 100% honest with myself or I am 100% kind to myself. And it's hard. I don't know that you can ever get into a relationship where you are 100% honest with the other person about everything and 100% kind about everything because we fail. 
And we have to have mercy and kindness when we fail in a relationship. When we have, when we have any kind of relationship, I think this is very important, um, not just not just for friendships, but also especially in a parent-child relationship and in, and in a marriage relationship. You have to know where you are. Not only do you have to know where you are, you have to know where you want to be, what you where you want to go, what you're shooting for. If you always treat your child like a, a two-year-old, like a toddler, they will grow to despise you. Your child doesn't turn 18 and suddenly you are in an adult or 21, you're both adult and you're in this adult relationship. That doesn't happen. You have to cultivate that relationship as a parent and you grow and you grow and you begin to give your child more freedoms and be more honest and kind with your child about where they want to go when you develop a relationship and you grow together till hopefully when you are both adults, you're still the parent and you still have the child, but you can develop a diff you've developed into a relationship of honesty and kindness and, and friendship as adults. So we start off with this, this lean to, and then we go to our next picture, which is a TP. So we build the, the TP is built. So this is a better structure. So in a relationship, you can have your, with yourself, you're kind, you're honest with yourself. So you grow and you get more, you get more sturdy in your honesty and in your um, kindness. And in a relationship, you would grow relationship grows, it begins to get a little more straight. That teepee has a little more protection. You can have a fire in that teepee if it's done correctly. You can have some warmth. But again, in the spring and in the summer, you're not going to want to be in this teepee with a fire. It's going to be, it's going to be hot. It's going to be miserable. So you're thinking, what, what could I do differently? I need some, I need some air. I need some circulation here. So the, a season that you were in would, would force you to think about the future. This is where I am. I don't think I'm as comfortable here. I don't think I need to be here. I need to continue forward. I need to continue growing. And that's what seasons of life do to us in our relationships. As long as we are looking forward and saying, this is be honest with where we are. You have to be honest with wherever you are so that you can go forward. And you have to be kind to yourself wherever you are. I find that I can be it's easier for me to be kind to myself where I am, but when I don't quite make it where I want to be, I can be really hard on myself because I, I fell short. But we have to be kind to ourselves when we fail. And then there's a third one. We have to learn to be kind to ourselves when we succeed. I say that again. We have to be kind to ourselves when we succeed. Because when we have a victory and we have a win, many times we will look even closer at our failures. Why did I do it right this time? Why did I win this time? Or we don't want to seem, you know, prideful or so we, we hide our successes and we're not kind to ourselves and we'll celebrate someone else, but not ourselves. What about with our children, relationship with our children? We'll celebrate other kids' successes and other people's successes, but for our kids, are we celebrating their successes or only pointing out their failures? Because remember, we do to others what we tend to do to ourselves, and we really tend to do to others that we love and that are close in relationship with us to ourselves. What about our spouse? Can we celebrate a win for them when we haven't had a win for ourselves lately? 
Can we be honest enough with ourselves to say, you know, I have trouble celebrating my own victories. And so I can't really celebrate my spouse's victories or my brother and sister in church when something good happens for them. And I can't really celebrate that with them because, because I have my own hurts and issues in my heart. And I'm not kind to myself. I have a really hard time being kind to them. So let's move on. So one thing that would make it or break it for pioneers is they would eventually build a log cabin. So again, in, just like in relationships and in life, the seasons come and like, oh, the wind, the rain, the cold. I need a structure that's going to, the animals. I want to keep out the animals. There's things in our lives that are like wild animals that can come in and destroy. And we want to keep them out. So we build a structure. We build safety nets. So we build a log cabin. And in this log cabin picture, you can see there's um, there's a hole for a window. There's a door. And then there's these these huge cracks in the logs. And so people that a lot of times, especially during the land rush, people came from the cities and they had no clue what they were doing. So they would have a, they would, anytime they would have little patterns and they would, they would build a log cabin, but they didn't know anything about chinking. So they would try to take some newspaper and stuff it on those cracks or, or flat leak on the inside cover with newspaper. They would stick in some cloth and they would freeze to death when it came to the winter time or they would almost freeze to death. They could, they would, they had a horrible time. Many of them um, didn't even know how to build a fireplace inside the log cabin so their fire would be outside so they were so cold. And in our relationships, we can do that. We learn something new and we're growing, but we're like, we're in this cycle and seasons are coming. And we're so frustrated because we've been into this place with our spouse before. We've been in this situation with our kids before. And we're, we're trying to be honest, but kindness is a long ways away. Especially once you realize I've done so much and I've worked so hard. I'm tired of being kind. I'm tired of, of this. Now we want to be honest without kindness. You know, we've been here before. We've had this discussion. We have done this before. I am done. I am finished. And that's how we honestly feel. But we don't have kindness. We can take these times of frustration. We can take these times of pain where we are suffering. And instead of walking out on our marriage, instead of being hard, ugly to our children and, and, and berating them instead of just giving up and thinking it's all our fault and being hard on ourselves, we can honestly stop and say, this is where I am. This is where we are in this relationship. Here's where we are, but we don't have to stay here. Here's where we want to go. And look back a little bit. This is where we've come from. We've come a long way. We're not living in that little lean-to anymore. We're not even in a teepee anymore. We have a solid structure. We just need to learn and grow, continue to be honest with each other, and continue to be kind. And many times, and get up, ask some questions, learn some things, and keep moving. Finding that balance of honesty and kindness will grow our relationship. So our next picture is a log cabin where they would take mud, sometimes straw, depending on the area, and they would almost make a cement and put it all in the cracks. And then the wind couldn't get through. So in your relationship, you've been building, you've been growing, and now some things are getting a little better. You've been honest and you've been kind. But there's still some areas you need to grow. Remember, we stop to be honest personally and in our relationships and we say, where am I right now? And where do I want to go? That's finding that balance. I want to be honest and I want to be kind in my relationships and with myself. And this is where I am. And sometimes we have to look at where someone else is and say, you know what? This is just where they are. 
and I can love them and be kind, and I can be honest. And if there's a situation where you can't be that honest, you brutally, what we call brutally honest, you can be as honest as you can be. And then if they want, someone wants to push you into saying something that you know will be very painful to them, you have to judge your relationship. What kind of foundation do we have? How strong are we? Are we still at the teepee stage or are we at a log cabin with some chinks where I can say something that's painful in a loving, kind manner? Or do I need to say, you know, I don't feel like this is something I can speak to right now. Let me recommend you to, you know, someone else in their life. Sometimes even with our children, we may have to say, if there's a, a problem in our relationship, I don't know that I can speak to this right now, but let me, let me have you speak to one of the pastors or, or a grandparent or someone that's close in their life that can speak to that if you're having trouble in your relationship. Same thing with marriage, same thing with, if you're a child and you have a parent and you're having trouble in your relationship, it's honest to say, I can't speak to that right now. And that's kind. So let's go on. Now the next picture. This cabin has a fireplace. It's got logs, it's chinked, it has a fireplace, a good roof, and it has the wood windows. It's the wood coverings for windows. So there's another step. And I'm giving you these visuals, not that we really have to have log these cabins, but I, again, I love this era. But it gives you a visual of the change and the growth. And if we know where we are, and we have a plan for where we're going and we can see where we've come from. We're less likely to give up on a relationship. We're less likely to feel like we have failed. We're less likely to fail. Many times in a relationship, it stays in the same spot because nobody knows where it's going. There's no plan for this relationship. So people freeze to death, they die. The elements get them, the wild animals get them. There, there are things in this that, that are out, that the enemy is out to destroy our relationships. We are a, the body of Christ. We are a one big relationship. And we have to have honesty and kindness or it will never work. And so this is a visual. Now they've got warmth. The animals can't get in. They've got heat. They can open the windows in the summer. Wonderful things are happening here. This is a solid relationship. This is, I mean, a solid cabin, not a solid relationship. This is a solid cabin. You could live in this thing. And it'll continue to grow. I, I to put one more picture in there. This cabin, this is a cabin with all of those things, but windows. And then we, we houses continue to progress. And then there was, now we're not on the, um, in a relationship that we're worried is going to fall apart. Now the relationship's just working on the perks. Oh, we can get indoor plumbing. Oh, let's plan to get electricity. Oh, let's get running water. So the relationship has been taken past the, we're going to die. We're going to get eaten. We're going to get torn apart. We're never going to make it. A storm's going to destroy us. Oh no, we're now we're going from spring to summer. And I don't think we can do this again. But as we work through seasons of life, we can recognize and say, you know what? Winter's coming. Let's get ready. This is going to be a tough situation we're walking into, but we're going to get in. We're going to close the doors. We're going to light a fire. We're going to do this together. We're going to be honest with each other. We're going to be kind through this situation. And as relationships grow and you grow in the balance of honesty and kindness, it spreads into all parts of your life at work, at church, at home. When you're with at a family reunion, you're dealing with other people. You've developed a pattern of being honest with yourself, kind with yourself, and then extending that to others, all at different levels. You can't extend the same kind of honesty 
um, with someone you've known for 20 years to, to a, new, a new person you just met. Okay. We want to be honest and kind in a beneficial manner. And you got to find that balance and keep growing in it. And you and I have the opportunity to grow together in kindness and honesty as the body of Christ. We live in a world that, that, is, that wants honesty and kindness. People desire that. I want that. I want to have honesty and kindness in my life. I want to be honest and kind to myself, and it's really hard. It was hard for me to come up here and make this video. I didn't want to come make a video and talk tonight about and, and talk about honesty and kindness <gasps> with the way I was feeling today. But I had to stop and say, this is where I am. And maybe somebody else is there too. And I'm going to be kind to myself. And then I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to finish some of these jobs that I started. And we can do that in our relationships. We can say, this is where I am now. And this is where I want to go. And this is where I've been. And if we can keep that in view and we can be honest and kind, we can grow and we can flourish in our relationships with one another, in our relationships, all of them that I've mentioned. We can grow and we can create strong relationships. And we can, as we are the body of Christ, we can grow together. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to grow together. Thank you for your word. Thank you for relationships. Thank you that you encourage us in our word, in your word, to be honest and kind. I ask that you would help us as we look inside to be honest with where we are to be kind to ourselves with where we are and to be kind with ourselves about where we need to go and help us to be kind with others as we look at where they are and to believe in them about where they want to go, to support them in kindness and honesty as we walk hand in hand, arm in arm as the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all. I love you. Have a great night.